Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any securities. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Don't hesitate to contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of any and all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is September 18, 2015, and we're pleased and honored to be talking with Dudley Lemur, founder and CEO of Eagle Mountain Advisors. Dudley talks to us out of their offices in Houston, Texas. Dudley, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks for having me, Charlie. So, Dudley, give us some of your background. About all I recall is that uh, you've got a Harvard MBA. Tell us more. Well, I have kind of a strange background. I started off as a a chemical engineer and built uh, oil refineries and gas processing plants for a decade before I went to Harvard Business School. After Harvard, I went to Wall Street, and I was a bond trader and market maker for J.P. Morgan Bank for another decade, ran their fixed income operation in Canada, um, and since then, I've been doing various uh, technology as well as finance projects. So I, I do I have, a, I have a technology company, but I also have been working on financial strategies with uh, my partner, Craig Weir, who owns an independent financial firm, and a friend from business school named Christos Christou. He's kind of our European connection. Okay, thank you. So tell us uh, about Eagle Mountain Advisors. One of the things that you mentioned is is people enjoy sort of the background story, and Eagle Mountain has a very interesting background story. My partner, Craig Weir, has a client who's an engineer, retired, and was bored, and started looking at the markets and said, gee, there ought to be a way of predicting the patterns in the daily movement of the markets up and down and he started a dialogue with craig and they eventually brought me in with my background of engineering and quant kind of background i spent about a year and a half looking at that question you know everybody's familiar with tech trading technical analysis looks at trends in the market that are designed to identify what the sentiment of the investors are but they tend to be over longer terms, the head and shoulders and things like that. We looked at technical analysis from a completely different direction, spawned by you know, Larry's curiosity in retirement. He was bored. Um, unfortunately, Larry has Parkinson's and is no longer able to participate, but uh, he has a lot of fun working with us and following this. But we basically look at daily movements. Does the market go up, up, down, up, down, up, down, down, up, up, down, down, up? those kinds of daily patterns as a way of looking at the sentiment of the market. Classic example, sometimes when you get a positive surprise on an unemployment number on a Friday, the market will go up, but Monday will come right back down. 
and next time you may have the same circumstances and it goes up on Friday and it also goes up on Monday. Well, that's the sentiment behind investors overshooting on the Friday and then pulling back versus going up on Friday and building confidence on Monday and Tuesday and continuing to go up. So out of all of this, we developed a series of algorithms that look at those patterns and identify which pattern is in play at any given time. So are we in the up, up, down, or the up, down, up, down? And based on that, we invest either long or short in the S&P 500 using RIDEX funds, um, either 1X or 2X. We use leverage. And we've had some very good results both through our back testing over the last 13 or 14 years and also for actual trading for the last three years. Okay, so so tell us, Dudley, well, without revealing the secret sauce, and for almost all of us, uh, we, you could reveal it, and we still wouldn't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> uh, without revealing too, too much detail here, uh, what are the kinds of indicators you're looking at? We're talking about indicators like stochastics um, and, and um, uh, MACD and that kind of thing, or are you looking at actual chart Patterns that you're looking for, like head and shoulders, etc., but on a very short-term basis. Actually, neither of those, and that's what makes this really unique. the The question is, look back over history at patterns that have existed, and I'll give you one classic pattern because we never use it. The market goes up seven days in a row. That happens about once every two or three years. So we would never use that because the odds of that happening are so long. But, but that's a classic example. All right, so we've identified a number, a large number of patterns that can exist, and we look at, over the last period of time, which of those patterns seems to be controlling the market sentiment at the time. So literally, we're not looking at any of the traditional kinds of measurements. We're looking at first identify a series of patterns that can exist, and then looking back over the last several months, which of those patterns seems to be in play at a given time, and then we use that pattern to predict what's going to happen tomorrow. So interestingly enough, it's literally not based on any of the classic things. It's based on we know there are patterns that occur. We've identified those patterns. We look at, at measures to see which of those patterns is in play, and then we use that pattern to predict tomorrow's up or down movement, and we reposition every day. I mean, sometimes the position is to stay long, but, but we reposition, analyze once a day, and because we're using Rydex funds, we can trade amongst the family of funds with no trading costs. So that's one of the advantages of the strategy is it lets us move from being long 1x to short 2x to long 2x without any trading costs. And an active strategy like this that's going to be moving in and out of the market on a daily basis can run up a lot of trading costs unless you find a way to, to minimize that. And by using, utilizing the Rydex funds, uh, we have zero trading costs. I see. And so you make the trade uh, at, at the end of the day for the following day? Is that what you do? Right. As with any uh, fund like this, you know, we make the call at 15 till the end of the day, so 3.45 Eastern time. We will call in tomorrow. We want to be long. And, you know, it gets executed at the closing prices, as all funds do.
Okay, now now that is is an absolutely fascinating strategy, and I'm unaware of anyone else who does a strategy like that, uh, especially with with uh, mutual funds. Now, something at, at this point, a question uh, comes into my mind here, Dudley: How subjective is the final decision? You say that you look back and you determine which of the patterns are driving the current sentiment. Well, that that, that could be a very subjective thing. But typically, algorithms are not subjective, and, and they're kind of automatic trades generated by what the algorithm says. Right, and ours, ours is 100% algorithmic driven. So it's mechanics. Where, what are the circumstances at 3.45 Eastern Time? Algorithm spits out a result, and I... I was going to say I call it in, but of course you don't call things in these days. You go online and execute a trade. Right. But it's completely algorithmic, algorithmically driven. Okay. And so nobody's sitting there deciding, well, I think maybe a little of this, but remember that, and don't forget, and two months ago it did this, so we're going to just do it that way. None of that no. subjectivity is involved. Nope. Nope. Bring out the computer program, run it, and see what it spits out, and execute based on that period. Wow. Well, that is very, very interesting. You know, we need to take a short break here, Dudley, but uh, we want everybody to stay with us. This is very, very interesting stuff and stuff that you're not hearing anywhere else because I don't think there is anything like this anywhere else. We're talking with Dudley Lemer, founder and CEO of Eagle Mountain Advisors out of Houston, Texas. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net. And stay with us. We'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, let's pick it back up with Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Dudley Lemer, founder and CEO of Eagle Mountain Advisors out of uh, Houston, Texas. And Dudley, uh, your, your, your strategy you've told us about where you daily determine what the S&P 500 is expected to do the following day, and then you buy into uh, rider funds, and you can be long, you can be double long, you can be neutral, or in cash, and you can be short or double short through long funds and inverse funds, and you invest every single day for the following day only, correct? Absolutely correct. The one, the one correction I would make is it's Rydex funds. They're, they're a Guggenheim product. Okay, okay. And uh, you call this strategy the? Eagle Mountain Advisors Long Short. The Eagle Mountain Advisors Long Short, S&P 500 strategy? Correct. Okay, okay. And uh, how long have you been doing this? Uh, we have been, we've done analysis back to, 20, uh, to 2002, and that's what we based our strategy on, and we have been trading live since 
mid-2012 and have been doing third-party management of, of clients' funds uh, for the last two years. Okay. And uh, generally speaking, are you comfortable with the results? And recognize uh, compliance doesn't allow us to talk about specific performance, but are you generally comfortable with the results? The results have been very consistent, and the actual trading results have been very consistent with our back trade, and that's always the you know, the proof in this, people can run analysis all day long, but, and that's why we've been building a track record for, for some time now is because you want to be able to prove out the actuals do indeed, uh, over time, uh, are they consistent with the, the, uh, creation of the model in the first place? And, and they definitely have been, and we've been very pleased with, with the results. Okay. Now, how do you respond to the the statement that I'm sure you hear often, uh, Dudley, that, uh, hey, in in March of 2000, when the market started to go in steep decline, which it did for about 18 months, uh, the market had not done that for a couple of decades. And that was a unique movement on the part of the market. And then, as we all know, in 2008, as uh, Hank Snow uh, the Department of, Tre- of Treasury told us repeatedly this was a, a, a once-in-a-century a event, okay, the market declining like it did, and it went down over 50% over about 15 months. Uh, but they all have their unique situations and properties. You are based upon historical activity, and patterns, how do you respond to the fact that what we're facing in the future is going to have, undoubtedly, its own um, metrics and its own way of dealing with issues? I think that's a, a great question, and first of all, that's part of why when we have done all of our modeling and developing the algorithms, all of it is developed through both of those major market swings to make sure that the pattern recognition and the pattern identification in the daily swings that that we've done and how we drive the algorithm to choose which one is in play, um, we needed to look at that over that time period. And the strategy actually worked quite well during both of those periods of time as well as the, the, the interim periods. The the way I respond to the general question, what happens if there's a black swan? And that's really what you're talking about here. That's correct. That's correct. Exactly. Black swans occur, but the herd is the herd. And if you think about that, what any kind of technical analysis is, is a way to sort of try to look at something to get a sense for what the herd is thinking. And even though there were extremes in 2002 and 2008, you know, the herd ran off the cliff really fast, but there have been plenty of times over the last 20 years where the herd has gotten spooked and the way the herd reacts by turning quickly by overreacting and pulling back if you think about what daily swings in the market is all about it's about when you're confident the direction will continue for a couple of days when you're skittish you'll see the market go one direction one day the other direction the next day that herd sense exists pretty much all the time and just is amplified during times like 2002 and 2008 but it's still the same investor sentiment that you're looking at are they spooked do they have confidence in their direction do they go one direction one day and one the next because they don't have a sense and in fact 
our best performance years have been those years when the market is highly volatile because those are such or even consistently more predictive patterns that occur when the herd is really spooked and it's really spooked when volatility is high and the patterns that the, the market and again these are daily ups and downs not individual nothing intraday nothing you know a week at a time this is what do they do today versus what they did yesterday and that kind of directional jigging and jogging is actually very consistent even in the worst of times with the sort of bad times otherwise okay now t tell us a little about um, frequency versus magnitude uh, as as traders will will always say you can be right 34 35 to 40 percent of the time and still be profitable because you catch the magnitude moves okay has has your system been able to sort out frequency versus magnitude it it is slightly outperforms the the moves when it's right are slightly larger than the moves when it's wrong but not a huge amount but the the system over the last uh, 13 and a half 14 years has returned 69% positive monthly returns and at 69 call it 70 for rounding purposes 79% of the time on a monthly basis and that's 65% of the time on a daily basis. If you can be right that often, and any even if it were even, the number of days that you were, or the magnitude of the days that you were right, and the magnitude of the days that you were wrong, you'd do quite well. In our case, we're actually the magnitude of the right days is slightly higher than the magnitude of the days that we're not right. Um, but if you're right, 65 to 70% of the time, you'll do quite well. Thank you very much. Well, and especially if you're uh, if you're 2x here, uh, either uh, up or down, so yeah, uh, that, that's very interesting. Uh, you know, I would think Dudley people would be very very interested in this kind of uh, strategy moving forward because valuations are so high right now. We've had a six-year bull run, and even people uh, um, like. Um, Jack Bogle have been saying, "Hey, you should need to have very limited expectations on the the uh, upward rise of the stock market going forward." So I would think people would be looking at strategies like yours, looking for strategies like yours, to be able to create some shelter from the more turbulent and uh, more marginal returns that we're expected to see in the future. Absolutely. Both of those work in our favor. The system works best in volatile times and, in fact, uncertain times because that's when you get the, the swings back and forth that we're able to capture. Um, and so after such a long run, classic turn in, in the, the fixed income market, you know, the Fed, everyone knows is going to begin raising rates. Every day we talk about when and it's going to happen, but you're, we are clearly approaching a turning point in this cycle. Whether it goes another month or three months, it's going to happen. And at that time is when things get volatile, when uncertainty happens. And, you know, that's the classic reason for long short strategies, although it's interesting we use that term long short. Classically, a long short is, is by these 
stocks, short those stocks, and, and play off the difference between them. Ours is literally either all long or all short on a given day. Right. But the idea is to capture downside. And, and when markets turn, volatility increases, and having a strategy as part of your portfolio that can capture that downside is an important part of being defensive in those kind of environments. It is. Dudley, we need to uh, stop for a quick break here. We're talking with Dudley Lemer, founder and CEO of Eagle Mountain Advisors out of Houston, Texas. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For today's Financial Minute on Strategic Investor Radio, we're talking with John Kosar, founder CEO of Asbury Research, an investment research firm out of Chicago. John, what do you have for us today? Today I wanted to talk about kind of an obscure market indicator, but one that is readily available on the Internet. It's the Commitments of Traders data. It's put out every week on Friday afternoons uh, by the CFTC, Commodity Futures Trading Commission. And what it does is it breaks down futures open interest to show what various investor demographics are doing. The one that we're interested in is the hedgers, commercial hedgers. These are typically people who own the physical commodity. They either own gold or they own copper or they own bonds or, or wheat. It doesn't really matter. But what we're looking for in these data is when these smart money guys are at a least hedged extreme. They're using futures to hedge the position that they're holding in the physical asset. So when they're a less hedged extreme, you're getting close to a price bottom. It still may be a month or two away, but right now we are seeing such potential bottoms in gold at about $1,100 an ounce and in copper at about $2.30 a pound. It's not a buying opportunity yet, but these are value areas and time to check your charts, check your prices, to look for something constructive on the charts, prices to go higher. It's, again, uh, something that is available on the internet. It's not used very frequently, but it's a very valuable tool that investors should know about. John, thank you very much. And if someone wants to learn more, how do they reach you? They can find us on the internet at asburyresearch.com and there's a phone number there or there's a brief form that they can fill out right on the website uh, indicating what kind of an investor they are and somebody will get back to them shortly. Spell Asbury. A-S-B-U-R-Y research.com. Or they can check out our weekly show on octalkradio.net. John, thank you very much. And now back to the last part of Charlie's interview today. Thank you, Paul. We're talking with Dudley Lemer, founder and CEO, Eagle Mountain Advisors out of Houston, Texas. And again, Dudley, as I've said more than once, this is a very, very unique strategy, and I don't know of uh, any others. Uh, do you work with advisors as well as with uh, the clients themselves? We work with both. We have we have clients that are invested directly in the strategy, uh, but we also work with investment advisors who want to bring a number of their clients in. And the way we act, the mechanics of the way we implement the strategy is we use managed accounts. Uh, because of the things that have gone on in this industry, I'm a big fan of transparency, and you can't get more transparent than setting up a managed account in the client's name that they can look at every day and see everything that we do. So when we work with advisors, they bring their clients in, set up managed accounts owned by the client, run by the investment advisor. Eagle Mountain is given trading authority to execute our strategy in those accounts. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, Dudley, a question we always like to ask our guests is, what keeps you awake at night? 
you know, that's such a classic example, and I have two very different answers. If you're talking, if the if it has to do with will our strategy perform well, what keeps me awake at night is the worst thing for our strategy is up seven or eight days in a row. Low volatility, consistent, one direction only, because that happens so rarely. We would Our algorithms would never predict it. So we we lag behind and don't excel when the market is unidirectional, consistently every day moving. Fortunately, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> um, so it is the, the volatile times, the times when the market is choppy and the times when the market is jumping back and forth that our strategy works the best. So what keeps me up at night when it comes to will our strategy do well, it's the boring, consistent, straight-up markets that we saw two years ago, uh, although we still did pretty well that year. But that's not when our strategy shines. Our strategy shines when the volatility comes out. Well, you, you, you've well, been sleeping well lately then, uh, I'm sure. Yes, Dudley. I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Because <laughs> we've certainly had the uh, volatility lately that uh, we had not experienced really since uh, 2008. Uh, question number two, uh, what book on investing would you recommend to our listeners? You know, as a general strategy book, not only for the perspective of it, but for the motivation of it, I really like Money, the Master of the Game by Tony Robbins. The nice thing about uh, Tony Robbins moving into the, the, the how to manage your personal finance world is he also motivates with the book as well. He's talked to a number of some of the sharpest minds in the financial world and, and interviewed them and put strategy together that individuals can implement. But there's nobody like Tony Robbins to sort of pump you up to actually do something about what you're reading, too. Well, very interesting. Uh, I don't think we've had that book recommended before, so, so we appreciate that uh, very much here. So give our listeners your contact information here, Dudley. Well, the, the easiest way to take a look at a little bit more about our strategy is to go to our website, EagleMountainAdvisors.com. Uh, you can see some results there and, and listen to a little bit more about how the strategy works, um, get a better sense for some of what I've been talking about today. Um, and you can also reach me personally at Dudley at EagleMountainAdvisors.com. Okay. Well, thank you very much. So before we close here, Dudley, final words for our listeners. Well, <laughs> You, you hit the nail on the head, and that is we are reaching the end of a 20-year secular bull market in fixed income. Interest rates going from the mid-teens to zero, and everyone knows it's going to turn sometime soon. We're at the end of a very long bull run in, in stocks. Things are going to be changing, and I encourage people to look for ways to diversify that will, that will protect them in the coming volatility. Dudley, thank you very much. Uh, excellent, excellent uh, words for us today, and thank you for developing the strategy, and congratulations for developing a very unique strategy, and our best wishes that it will go well. This We've been listening to Dudley Lemer, founder and CEO, Eagle Mountain Advisors out of Houston, Texas, and they have their... Uh, Eagle Mountain Advisors long short S&P 500 strategy been very very interesting and you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere don't hesitate to contact us 
at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. Go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any